0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. It's a Dapper Devil Productions. See? All right. Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of glee glee aggressive.
1: aggressive
0: my name is karina stokes
1: my name is ian brodsky
0: and we are here today to discuss with you all or i guess we're gonna discuss and you're gonna listen because yeah there's only so much i mean but the you street can, can go
1: you can write in you can yeah. comment on the social you just won't you be can... an
0: active part of the discussion right but uh it's here today to talk about season three episode 10 which is entitled yes slash no uh originally aired january 17th of 2012 wow it's 2012
1: yes yeah yeah uh we are officially in the uh last decade of time
0: yeah i guess yes
1: anywho we got this recap um
0: it's just like here's some relationships
1: Truly, it's just like, here's some Mercedes stuff, here's some Cooter stuff, we got some wedding fever, we got a whole Terry recap, just like the too-long-didn't-read of Terry's whole journey here.
0: Remember Terry? She was married to Will. That's all you really need to know.
1: Yeah, that's like, that's it. Um, And the exposition is just Tina being like, wow, you and Sam were a couple once, huh? And then,
0: my first note is,
1: is this gonna be Grease? And then my second note is fucking knew it.
0: Like literally, well first of all, they're all like you cut to the shots of them like sitting outside and they're like respective bleachers and lunchroom and immediately you're like, wow, are they going to do Grease. And the reason is because <laughs> they filmed those on the set where they filmed Grease. So you're like, oh. oh, this looks a lot like they're about to do Summer Nights. It's because it's literally the set from Summer Nights
1: so of course I was wondering why the I was wondering why the outdoor cafeteria in this Ohio high school suddenly looked different
0: yeah right they actually have two sections of outdoor cafeteria and one of them is the set from Greece um yeah they just do summer nights with no they didn't need to do that but you know no I'm not mad at it it's fine it's a terrible cut it's a bad... Yeah. That, like, they were like, let's do these six lines from Summer Nights and nothing
1: else. Truly. But, like, what we do get here, I think, that is... Okay, things that are I think are great about this, because mm-hmm. I have very little nice to say about, like, the next two episodes. Karina and I <laughs> are going to record two episodes in a row today. And I don't have a whole lot nice to say. And That's I apologize fair. up front. But what I will say is, with Summer Nights, um, great that <laughs> Rachel Berry is back in her Little Red era. Yep. Um great that we get the Santana as Rizzo vibe. But she doesn't
0: get, here's the thing, we do get it, but she doesn't get the iconic Rizzo line. They give that to Kurt.
1: To Kurt, which leads me to my third great note, is that I appreciate Sailor Kurt coming in out of nowhere to say, because it sounds like a drag.
0: Right, because I fully expected that to be Santana, because she was lounging the yeah. way she lounges on the set.
1: They were setting us up for that fully.
0: Um, here's the things I enjoyed about it. Uh, I love that for the boys' part. They put Sam in the leather jacket, of course. Then they had all yes. the rest of the boys in, like, red Letterman jackets and Rory in some other red jacket, except they put Blaine just in a cardigan, so he looks totally out of place. It's like... Get yeah. the theming? We forgot to give it to Darren Chris. He's just wearing a cardigan. So it's like, totally. who let this prep school boy in? Right. Honestly, um, if, if they had let, just done the whole song, that probably would have been the high point of the episode for me. Would have just... Truly. They should have just done the whole thing. Been, right. Also, Sam does, like, a pretty good John Travolta. Like... Again, th-
1: Cordova Street... Understands the assignment. He
0: does. He
1: gets it. He does a great job. He did with a good.
0: It. Yeah. I and it made me want to rewatch Grease Live. So.
1: Oh yeah, that is a thing. um oh, it's a
0: thing. And.
1: But also, Sugar mata can sing now.
0: She. I guess. I guess they forgot about that point. <laughs> she just needed <laughs> that to be here. We're just supposed
1: to. We're just supposed to accept like Adina Menzel and Matthew Morrison were just Coached that great enough. at teachering. Yeah. Fine. Um, rory
0: gets a line anyway uh rory gets a
1: line good for rory
0: yeah basically i was like this is pretty good i'm surprised i forgot they did this number and then it sort of just started it got weirder over time
1: the number or the episode
0: uh the episode right we start off with an unexplained and unnecessary rendition of summer nights and then it just gets stranger
1: right because the Um, next thing
0: we hear is helen mirren
1: Yes, which <laughs> I will say, I kind of loved this idea. Mm-hmm. Um, we get Becky walking through the halls and her internal monologue basically saying, why do I sound like the Queen of England? Well, because inside my head, I can sound like whatever I want. So back off, haters. Sure. And I was like, okay, done and done.
0: She does. And she
1: basically decides.
0: Well, she yeah, she decides. She's talking about who she wants to date. She goes down the line and like rejects Puck from his, for his uh,
1: squirrel head mohawk. Mohawk,
0: thank you. Rejects Mike Chang in a very uncomfortable joke where she says, "I'm no rice queen." Um, Yikes! Which was a yikes, but instead lands on Artie. Okay.
1: Because he's sweet, sexy, and handy, capable, just like her. And yeah, sure. And. I guess I guess Ryan Murphy really listened to our first two and a half seasons of our podcast because we get an episode where Sue Sylvester is just not a fucking monster. The yeah,
0: whole yeah, she's just there. Like, I mean, she is like weirdly supportive in some ways. Where you're like, this is a weird mm-hmm. change of pace. Um, right, but yeah, she's like just she's just there to be a person. Um, she's just there to be a person. She's there. She,
1: she she just thinks that she can do better than Artie.
0: Yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Given Artie's track record, I don't blame her. Right? I would be looking out. He that, that man is... He can be trouble.
1: He can be trouble. We cut to the teacher's land where we get some new information about Will, which is apparently he is in a fantasy football league. I
0: mean, I assume when you're a male in Ohio, you have to be.
1: Yeah, but Will Schuster?
0: Literally any male in Ohio has to be part of a fantasy football okay. league.
1: Okay, sorry. The bar is in hell there, clearly.
0: Yeah. Um, As that scene came on, Zach was like, wow, look at all those other teachers. Which I'm like, yeah, there's three unidentified <laughs> male teachers that we'll never see <laughs> yeah, again. The
1: same note. Oh, God. Who are those guys? Um,
0: well, I don't know. We'll never see them we'll again. We'll never know.
1: And But Beast is celebrating because. With two chickens. Cooter and Beast. With two chickens, two chickens. Two chickens. It's a two chicken lunch day. Because Beast and Cooter Mankins eloped. Mazel tov. Good for them. It was on Christmas. They decided at the Taco Bell, and I have no notes.
0: Uh Sue, on, on discovering this, is like, Oh man, that's why he hasn't called me back. And then right. her follow up line to that is Hold on. Um Guess it's time to call Boreanus.
1: Um, I missed that, but thank you so much for catching that. And I
0: do have to shout out uh, to a follower on Instagram, MC Squared, what a clever name, that on calling us out for the fact that when we talked about David Boreanaz last time, we referred to him as David Boreanaz as Bones fame, which completely negating (laughs) his turn as uh, hot Vampire Angel on Buffy you know and what? Angel. So, you are correct. You are M- correct. You're absolutely MC right. Squared. We. Yeah.
1: Y- yeah. You're right. In our That's world, on us. We
0: live in a world where Bones was the <laughs> superior TV show, which is not true. <laughs> well.
1: Hmm. Which is not the correct world. It's,
0: I will say, objectively, it's funnier to be like David Boreanaz from the TV show oh, Bones. Bones fame. but you're right oh man
1: and not only that but i was watching an episode i think i even texted you karina i was watching an episode of bones with my roommate where jacob ben israel literally just pokes his head in and out for like three
0: seconds the the glee bones cinematic universe oh my god that's so funny right it's like it's true david boreanaz objectively is known more I think by most people for being angel 100% but in our world he's bones
1: he's he's booth he's silly booth he is the booth he's silly booth um FBI um, Mr. Bones as it were Mr. (laughs) Mr. Bones as it were actually um my friend lives with a couple Paul Regano lives with a couple who has a dog named Dr. Bones Nice. Um, unrelated, apparently, really? but I still appreciate it nonetheless. Uh,
0: right? I don't know if that makes it better or worse that he named it, like they have I... a dog named Doctor Bones, and it's not named after the hit TV show Bones. Right? I mean, I, I can see it also like dogs love bones. The connection is there, but um,
1: this isn't Bones cast, not
0: <laughs> yet.
1: Not yet.
0: One day we'll do a bonus um, <laughs> episode that's us just talking about our favorite episodes of
1: bones. Bones, oh man. Bonus okay, a- stage. Bones tuned. is
0: a- Bones. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. <laughs> anyway.
1: Oh god, we've we've manifested something cursed again. Emma's sad um,
0: because she's not Emma's getting married. Sad.
1: Because all of a sudden she has wedding fever. Well, no,
0: she had wedding fever earlier when she had that box of, right. of bridal magazines. And Will was like, yes, your yes. bridal magazines. Want to look at porn?
1: <laughs> yes, you're right. I almost forgot about that. You know, the the wedding to porn pipeline. Yes. Um, Awful. Terrible. But, um, but also, like, Will is suddenly aloof, according to her. And... Um, Oh, we get, this is oh yeah. This uh, launches Emma into a song. Our, like, I don't know what I song feel. Like the this songs is. were
0: coming rapid fire. This
1: they were absolutely this
0: episode. I was like, and there's only six. I thought it felt like there was a ton, but like they just kept right. singing like all the time. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this song is called. Um, I know this song only from Gilmore Girls. It's called Wedding Bell Blues. Um, mm. originally it's like "Marry Me, Bill." So they were pretty lucky that they were able to change it to "Marry Me, Will." Uh, right. Richard and Emily Gilmore dance to it at their vow renewal. And Gilmore Girls, I think. Oh, okay, that's cute. Sure. Um. So that's why I know it. Uh, and this is like Emma's like third song ever. So yeah, Good, yeah. good for her. She's gotten like one a good season so
1: far. We get Sue and Beast in like bridesmaids outfits with like like wild, very
0: elaborate like headpieces, hats.
1: like. Pippa Middleton at the royal wedding hat.
0: Yeah, and I was like, "This is odd," but I'm not like mad at it,
1: right? And like, uh, and Dot Marie Jones and Jane Lynch were just they were just vibing. Yeah, they're just
0: background dancing for them. And I'm like, "Yes, good, good fantasy sequence." Um we see Will in a top hat, which I'm like, yeah. We
1: see Will in a couple top hats this episode, so buckle up. Yeah, kids. the
0: fact that it's a two top hat episode is pretty concerning, honestly.
1: <laughs> not a two top hat episode.
0: <laughs> yeah, it was at the end of it was at the end of this song that I was like, This episode has weird energy.
1: <laughs> it totally does. And not only because of the two top hats, but because Yeah. We finished this song, this clearly like in her head internal monologue theatrical moment with will mm-hmm. looking at her going what was that you want to marry me
0: yeah what and emma was like
1: no clue what no, you're talking about
0: didn't do, didn't do any of that and runs away yeah that was funny
1: and so therefore cue drum roll finn and good for good for he you does he, he does, does that. do that um he's proposing to miss pillsbury and everybody loves that because this is the news you share with your family and you my students are my family
0: No, no. no.
1: Canonically, Um, we know that Victor Garber is his dad. Just get Victor Garber back.
0: Yeah. The thing is, like, this show has spent so little time with their, like, new rekindled relationship this season that, like, it feels weird that the kids are all so excited about this because, like, we don't talk about it ever. I think
1: that's 100% on the money.
0: Like, they seem, like, so something was, like, it seems like Will and Emma are, frankly, like, less in love than when they were... Not dating right. in season one because they were like with other people. Like, it's just, I'm like, okay, I guess the kids are excited, but the most we
1: get from this relationship, I feel like, is that episode where like Will, I guess, grows a backbone and Emma gets like stimulated by it.
0: <laughs> That's an awful I'm thing so you said, sorry. But you're right. I'm
1: so sorry. Um, <laughs> you're
0: right, <laughs> but I don't know if we should say it. Oh, god, I wish I could cut that. Um, but no, now it has to stay. Yeah, um, and and she, you know, we we met her parents once already, so there's that.
1: Oh God, and buckle. And we up had to again. listen to him
0: sing. Fing- "Yeah, right." In the fix you moment, so every moment we've had with like Will and Emma, you, has oh, been you mean somewhat the ep- you mean
1: the moment that would have been made better with running up that hill to deal with God by Kate Bush. I did it again, yes. kids. There
0: you go. <laughs> That's gonna be until that song is no longer trending on TikTok, which unfortunately for the release schedule of these episodes could have already happened. Already happened. Oh god! And now we look lame. Now we just
1: look like your elder millennial cousins. Um. So the assignment this week is you, my students, have to come up with a proposal number for me, your teacher, your thirty-something-year-old teacher, and because it's Emma and she has OCD, it has to be perfect.
0: Bad vibes.
1: (laughs) Bad vibes.
0: This. This is, like, almost worse than Kurt being, like, my glee club will sing at my dad's wedding. Because this is an adult man being, like, my glee club will sing at my proposal. This is,
1: I think it's so much worse. Because with, like, with your dad's wedding, you can be, like, oh, like, we got, like, I got my friends together. And, like, they saved my life. So, like, we did a fun thing because my dad is is awesome. And it's Finn's mom. And, like, this is cool. Right. Yeah. But, no, not here, but
0: this is just like will being like, "You know what every adult woman wants when they're getting proposed to theater kids seven to ten <laughs> seven <laughs> to ten teenagers there to witness it on maybe doing an acapella number. <laughs> oh my God. um he does say that he's going to get permission from Emma's parents, which is foreboding, yes, so put a pin in we'll that see how that goes
1: um, we get the hallway where Sam is still trying to pursue Mercedes um yep Artie asks Sugar to work together for for yeah God I guess knows Artie why. wants to
0: date right and then she makes a ton of weird ableist jokes uh, out of
1: nowhere because her whole thing had been that she selectively
0: she has self diagnosed like, uh... Asperger's is what she had and they dropped that plot I guess and now she's just being like I think it might be weird that your legs could be thinner than my arms and I'm like "That's that's bad that's bad
1: now she's just awful but can sing um
0: she's there like it's literally she hasn't spoken in episodes and now she's here to make bad jokes i'm like why do we have this character right okay
1: giving us nothing um and then becky asks Artie out we get a yes out of him i guess like yeah
0: sure it's fine he agrees fine
1: um but now Sam wants to be on the basketball team because Mercedes is man.
0: Sam's going full Greece. Sam's going full grease. Like, You're right. I really thought they were going to lean more into the grease of it all. They because totally they did summer nights and then did this plot, which is directly from Greece of Yeah. Boy, boy, needing letterman's uh, meeting to letter before the end of the school year. Right. And then they just drop it. Truly. Nothing else from Greece happens.
1: Man, they already had Olivia Newton-John on several episodes. This could have just been a trifecta. Of right. of O N J Olivia Newton O N J guest star ship and um, just make it a grease episode and call it a day and we probably would have had a lot more fun with it.
0: Well, we'll see how a full episode of Glee doing grease would be. Oh no, who's who's to say? Oh
1: shit. Um.
0: Anyway, and so he, the only sport that can accept Sam is synchronized swimming. swimming.
1: And my note here is okay my two main notes on this are one because we have the money for this now sure and two this is for the shirtless dudes isn't it ryan murphy yeah
0: well it's also a w- reason to get uh,
1: nini for leaks. whatever reason nini leaks onto the show <laughs> Who i loved i like that she just flat out goes you are one strange looking child
0: she's definitely like much like how Sue is just a normal person in this episode, it's like they were like, well, we still have to have an over-the-top semi-adult, well, semi-bullying adult, right. so here's Nanny Leaks to be a foil to that, I guess.
1: Right. But, like, less, like, I don't know about less problematic, because who's to say, but I, I did it's say clear. 40 acres in a pool, wild, but hilarious. Also... yes. The whole thing about her being like, if you pee in my pool, I will end you. Great.
0: Yeah. Um, Also, one of the synchronized swimmers is like, you're going to get a letterman's robe. You have to, for your nickname, it has to be fish or water related. And Sam goes, is Trouty Mouth okay? Which is hilarious that now he's just, he's owning it. He's owning it.
1: A point for continuity, a point for owning it. Right? Yeah. I want to see that on, I want to see that robe.
0: I was just a, and also the fact that he get a Letterman robe, not even a Letterman jacket, right. is also hilarious. Hilarious. Just gonna stroll down the hallway wearing your
1: wearing your bath Letterman robe, yeah. robe. Um, so, but we learn here that Sam has once again basically like committed social suicide, and yeah, immediately gets slushied by one of the hockey players yet again. Yep. Rick the Stick. Um, yep. Whose only job here is to throw slushies at people and mercedes offers him offers to help clean him up um but she still leaves with shane because boyfriend and um you know very teenage drama or whatever
0: yeah mercedes is having complicated feelings about boys fine good for her good for her for having an ounce of plot
1: good for her for having an ounce of plot and then i forgot all about that because what comes next is just the worst
0: so much First, My first note on this scene is, Artie, please stop talking about hips.
1: My first note like, on this scene is, can we please stop talking about Mr. Shoe's hips?
0: Yeah. No one wants to hear about that man's hips. Right. And then for a brief second, I was like, are they going to do hips don't lie? Which I also don't want to see. I don't want to see, but I kind of want to see. But I would think I maybe would have rather seen this, that than what we did see. I mean,
1: yes, yes. But also, no, I don't know. So we get a mashup here of moves like Jagger. Yeah. With something mm-hmm. I don't know,
0: Jumpin' Jack Flash. Sure. Uh, here's a fun fact. No, it, which is like the Stones song, the Rolling Stones song. Sure. Um, what embarrassing fact about me is I did not clock that it was a mashup until I looked up the episode uh, afterwards to like get the song titles, and I was like, that was two songs at once. They I would did have a fully believed I that. was just just listening to one very long. Here's the thing about Maroon 5 songs that you're just like, they all, yeah, I would have believed that it was just the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I haven't listened to the words to Maroon 5's Moves Like Jagger in a long time. I guess there is could be a line about Jump and Jack Flash in there. I, I, question, I
1: question myself, too.
0: Moves Like Jagger is a, like, that's the one that hit me in this episode. I was like, 2012, like, hit your 2012 button. Check. You don't talk about this song anymore. Nope. Like, except they maliciously. Still-
1: Except I still hear it like at work and stuff. Like I feel like I do hear it. On it's the a regs. grocery store song. That's it. It's a it's a Gap song.
0: Yeah, it's be, it's been come. It's been relegated to like what you hear on Sirius XM on a store that needs to play like hip music. Right. Also, just because Maroon 5's released so many other just as mediocre songs since then. Truly. So,
1: um, my next note on the song is no stop. Um,
0: yeah, the looks the the looks are so much because they're all rocking like those like. Teeny skinny scarves, like tied down at like, like right by their nipples, basically, like, like and, neckties like, so
1: almost. It's...
0: Yeah, and then sometimes to make it worse, they cut away to Will slow mo dancing, and he's still wearing the bright red necktie net like scarf, but has for some reason changed into a tank top, which like All a skin tight tank top. It's worse. It's way worse. It's terrible. Um, I hated this. Um, I did not like it. I did like watching. Mike, dance. I mean, because anytime he, they give Harry Shum Jr. a chance to dance, still fun. Absolutely.
1: But the thing is, I think this needed Artie to dance. And I know that, like, we weren't going with a sort of fantasy thing, but it well, was just so weird watching Artie just kind just of stand, writhe like, his arms. Yeah. Like, this yeah, needed. Especially
0: because he was doing all that talk about hips.
1: Yeah, this needed, like, fantasy Kevin McHale being the boy band dude. I don't know if this would have made the number any better, and maybe part of that is the Matthew Morrison of it all. Yeah, but it was just so much weirder with just having Artie also, front and center in an immobile chair.
0: The concept of this as a proposal song to Emma is terrible.
1: This would be a terrible note.
0: proposal song.
1: I had the same note. This is this
0: has nothing about love or marriage or commitment. Um, this is about s- y- hips mostly. Yeah.
1: And, I mean, it's it's about sex or whatever, um, and yeah. that's part of marriage, I guess. Um, but
0: but I don't think that's the part she wants to be reminded of right. when she's getting proposed to.
1: I I will say, um, this reminded me, so a good friend of mine just decided that she was going to start watching it now, and she's been binging, mm-hmm. like, she's almost caught up with us. And Wow, impressive. I I just get the text the other day of, Why is Rachel singing Jar of Hearts at prom?
0: <laughs> Correct, thank <laughs> you. I was
1: like, that's, yeah, you're right
0: you're right you're
1: correct so copy paste this um and then becky basically says hey part two of our dinner of our date is dinner at breadsticks
0: okay yeah i guess this is part one which is like kind of also a shitty date because it's a shitty like, date it's like bring it's like if you play sports and being like you want to go on a date come watch me do soccer practice truly and you're like thanks <laughs> i love watching <laughs> you do the thing you excel at while i have to sit here while I alone i weird yeah and watch, that was one of Princess Diana's first dates with um, Charles was watching him play polo. I remember. Which that. I think is really a mark of what that relationship would go on. To I remember
1: be. that from watching Diana the musical on Netflix. High out of my mind.
0: I love that for you. We...
1: Yeah, I highly recommend well, it. I love
0: that for you. Thank you
1: so much. Um, so we We to... go to
0: the most unhinged. One of the most unhinged scenes <laughs> truly, in this episode.
1: Truly, what the fuck is going on here? So,
0: Will is like, I need to get a for my adult woman girlfriend. I need to pick out the perfect engagement ring. Who, you know who'll be helpful in this endeavor?
1: My a, 17-year-old a, a student.
0: He could be 18.
1: He could be 18, you're right. But
0: still. You take a high school with student with you to pick out engagement rings? absolutely not absolutely
1: not and then and then and gentlemen and then you ask him to be your best man um because you because you an 18 year old boy taught me ha- about what it is to be a man more than anyone this is justice for Victor <laughs> Garber
0: i cannot believe i cannot believe that will like we're supposed to sit here and believe that the only choice will has like a, so Zach uh, laughed very hard when this happened, and then he just said, "That's the most pathetic thing I've ever seen." <laughs> the idea that the only person that Will could ask to be his best man is a a a, a student that he teaches. We like.
1: just established that he has a fantasy football league. He clearly has yeah. friends, like fantasy friends. Aw.
0: nope! It's Sad. gotta be. It's gotta be Finn. And on on top of that, he says, you have
1: to keep me in check at my bachelor party, and that is just... No. No.
0: No. Well, you cannot have a bachelor party with students you currently teach. No. No. Even if it's not, like, something... Really, it's weird enough that you and Finn are hanging out outside of school as it is. Like, you can't plan a party with your students. No.
1: Absolutely not. No, no, no. Oh, and also by the... Even if
0: it's, like... Oh, we're gonna be well. We won't get married till after you graduate. It's like that. It's much like when you have to be like, oh, it's legal. It's like if you have to plan your bachelor party after someone's graduation, so it's not weird anymore. It's, it's weird. still weird.
1: Also, Finn wants to join the army now. BT, yeah, it's fine. Um, Honestly,
0: I was gonna like rag on that for being like out of nowhere, but then I was like, you know what? Honestly, that's one of the better plots this show has done because he's been like. They've set up that he's struggling with the idea of college. He got rejected by the football recruiter. He wants options besides just being in Lima. Especially because his girlfriend is like big dreams in New York. And his dad was Army. Like I was like, you know what? Yeah, this makes sense actually. Yeah, this
1: was the thing, this episode, that made sense. Um, This was
0: probably the best plot. And it mm -hmm. was like small and overshadowed by so much weirdness.
1: Right. Um and we will get back to that because yeah it will have this this of course will have payoff which is good um mm-hmm. so then Will meets with all the gals of the Glee Club and they're all like or at
0: least four with them because Quinn's not there
1: yeah Quinn I guess I guess Dan Agron was not available today no for this episode because she's barely here um
0: and or, so, and Brittany actually
1: yeah. Yeah.
0: It's Santana, Mercedes, Tina and Rachel, which are like the four you know, dating ones. Yeah. So.
1: Um very weird. But they get they basically ask Will, so what did it feel like when you first met her? And it was basically a love at first sight kind of thing. And we get this Fine. song, I don't know what the song is called.
0: It is called see there was like a lot of weird cuts this episode. Um oh that's not what I want. It is called, I believe, The First Time I Ever Saw Your Face.
1: It's a long title. Um,
0: yeah, it, it's not from anything. It's just a song by a British man. Okay. Um, I thought it was slow.
1: It was slow. I thought that too. Um, I, I I just wrote slow song. Um, yep. I also wrote stool choir.
0: Yep. I was like, oh, stoolography. We're just gonna sit on the stools and sing our songs.
1: Exactly. Truly, the park and bark of it all. And we yep. Got we got some Tina like, in here, which is great. Yeah. the gal- I was going
0: to say, it starts with Rachel, so it's like, mm, mm. okay, now it's just Rachel doing a slow song, I don't know. But then we transition to Tina, and I like, I do like that, and we get Santana and Mercedes in it, so it's like, all good. It, good but boring was my review for right. this one. And this is all, like, I mean, this is clearly,
1: a, like, for functional purposes, because we get these cutaways of yeah. all the girls, like, Cutting away to, like, loving... Yeah, dreaming about their loved ones. And so you got, like, Santana dreaming about Brittany and Rachel dreaming about Finn. And literally, Tina, like, rolling in a field with Mike Chang. Like a
0: picnic with Mike. I'm like, yeah, great.
1: Yeah, I love it. And then we get Mercedes dreaming about Sam. Yeah,
0: okay, that's Uh the drama.
1: That's the drama. And so then she immediately, like, walks out at the end of this number and the girls all follow her into the bathroom so they can talk this out together. Um, yay, female empowerment or something. I don't yeah, know. Yeah,
0: Sam is Sam is neat. Sam is neat. Um,
1: Cut to the note that I could only write as man. Fuck Emma's parents.
0: Uh yes, Will's meeting with Emma's parents. It's January, but the Christmas tree is still up. Uh, that's something to note. Put a pin in that, I guess. Um, Emma's dad says just be glad comrade obama still allows christmas which and then there's a there's a couple choice lines from this in terms of like unhinged parents and then it gets bad again but like will's will's bringing tea to emma's mom and she goes are you sure this is decaf chamomile which is hilarious because chamomile is as we all know, an herbal decaffeinated tea naturally. And then he's like, yeah. And then she takes a sip and does like the Karen thing of like, oh, that's not decaf. And <laughs> it was it, that made me laugh because I'm like, oh, you, just a what a great way to show she's a bitch. Like right. you hit it. Um, and then they do not give their blessing. And because they think Emma's too fucked up for marriage.
1: Right. That was the weird twist here. Was that it's not it's not that you're not good enough for our daughter. It's that our daughter's too much of a mess for you.
0: Okay. Yeah. They suck. They suck. They, they suck. just like sit there and insult their daughter for a while, and then will like. And this actually kind of gets it's to enough him. To, yeah, it's enough to give him pause.
1: Cut to a Becky Vention. Um,
0: I liked this scene honestly. Sure. It doesn't. They don't. They don't follow through with it well later. But they like. Don't. The the, the the club is like we saw you having dinner with Becky at breadsticks it's so rude of you to be like to do that to, like you're leading her on right like why you're clearly doing it out of charity and like it's rude to her and Artie's like honestly I said yes and I had a good time and I liked hanging out with her and you guys are being, like... You guys are being kind of hypocritical. Pretty shitty about this. Yeah. For,
1: si- for preaching about how different we all are, and then kind of shitting on me for, like, going yeah, on a date like, with someone who is very different.
0: Different. Yeah, like... And it's... she's
1: And I love that he, like, praises Becky for being so optimistic and having such a great attitude, considering what life has handed her. Like, that's such a great way of putting it, and... Yeah. I don't know. I thought that was really... Great. I
0: thought this scene was done pretty well.
1: Yes. um Cut to the Finn intervention.
0: Yes, army intervention. Finn intervention. No boundaries, first of all, because we'll immediately tattled to Finn's parents. Truly. Like, are like, you like, damn? You're gonna do that to your best friend, bro?
1: To your to your best friend, pseudo brother, pseudo son figure,
0: bro. Best man.
1: Best man. Yeah. He's going to plan you a shitty bachelor party out of spite now. Yeah. <laughs> he won't. Um, um. So this is where th- shit gets real because...
0: Yes. We get... Oh, before we get, like, really real, like, it, one of the things that, like, really stuck out to me is, like, Burt... Bert, first Bert tries to talk to Finn being like, I thought you would run the tire shop while I was out in Washington. And then there's, like, a really blatant, like not that i'm anti-military line i thought that
1: too i thought the same and i was like oh
0: that's a little funny and weird i guess yeah bert characteristically would like be not anti-military but it was much it was very much like we're not taking an anti-war like anti-military
1: stance for the record glee is not anti-military we are
0: not anti-military don't worry we love our boys Um, yep go army all I can think about whenever someone is talking about the army for TV is just ar- Arrested Development.
1: Um, <laughs> when I was these in These are army. my trophies,
0: mother. Yeah. I brought them from army. <laughs> yes.
1: We get, like, Finn has nothing to prove. Everyone knows what kind of man he is. And, oh, God. Emmy for Carol. Carol, this is...
0: Yeah. This is where it gets Carol real because... Carol drops a bomb on the situation. We
1: learned that Finn's dad did not, in fact die in Iraq for yes. as a war hero.
0: Right. He had
1: come back from the war but was broken. Dishonorably
0: discharged.
1: Dishonorably discharged with a drug problem and with
0: PTSD we we can assume.
1: Right. That is the implication
0: and that he
1: had overdosed eventually. Yeah, um,
0: in Cincinnati. And he like, was gone for weeks at a time like he was really not like not being a being a good dad right. not being a good person
1: and eventually he just never came back and yeah. um this is so sad not only because it is so beautifully done and acted but also because yeah. it's just so accidentally foretelling
0: yes like, that's true
1: so tragic and who would have known at the time
0: um no and this is also like yeah it's just it's well done it's like an interesting character moment for carol and finn to have yeah where like finn has spent his whole life thinking one thing about his dad and now he has to like totally grapple with a, a different like perception Carol's like choice to Finally reveal this now because she just Desperately doesn't want her son to go through the same Fate right. to the point where she's willing To like like literally Like just blow up the whole spot Of their family dynamic But is also even really, yeah
1: but also even Say like Because like I didn't tell you this because I Didn't because your dad was So much more than that
0: Yes the, your dad was more than the last month Of his life
1: yeah was um, a really good Line and, like, we, we, we roast uh, Corey Monteith on this show plenty. But, Frequently, yeah. But he... And
0: rightfully. And but... rightfully.
1: But he, he did the right... He understood the assignment here.
0: He did, yes.
1: And this is... I don't know. Not that this is what justifies our roast of him, but we, he clearly... He did this right. H- he, he can pull it out. He pulled yeah. it out. He pulled it out. He pulled it off. Yeah. So that's, this, that's the sad, serious part of the episode.
0: Yeah. And then we go back to Becky Artie plot. Which at this point I think takes an odd turn. Sure. Because the like it cuts to Becky being like, I had a great time on our date and then she I guess sends news to Artie. Yeah. And which is like, Oh, okay. And then this like freaks him out and he goes to Sue and Basically, her advice was like, okay, well, do you want to date her, continue seeing her? And he's like, no, not, not really. really. And she's like, why don't you just tell her, like, a person? And Because based that's on, like, all she
1: wants, is to be treated like right. a regular person.
0: And, like, based on Artie's previous, like, treatments of, like, and talking about the Glee Club, about being like, you guys are being weird about this, like, she's just a person. I think it would have been better if he had been able to just reach that conclusion on his own like he receives a nude photo from becky and he's like oh actually this is where i need to get off from there and then he goes and tells her in person like hey i liked hanging out with you but i'm not interested in that kind of relationship and she can still go have the moment with sue it's Mm -hmm. just weird that he needed that guidance based on his earlier actions in the episode.
1: You're right. Especially because it's not like this is his first relationship. Like, he's been... Right. In, like, in love with a couple girls at this point. Like Yeah. Not that, like, nobody... Not that, like, you, you're you above ever getting, like, a relationship advice. But I think right. you're right in that, like, this was pretty cut and dry, I guess.
0: Yeah, it would have been... I just think it would have been... The plot was solid. It just... I don't think we needed to have Sue in there being like treat her like a person. I feel like Artie being like I should treat her like a person, person. on his own accord would have been better. Right. But ultimately, it didn't. It was fine.
1: Yeah. Um. Katsu, Emma, and Will basically having this conversation yeah. of, and like I, I this scene kind of rubbed me the wrong way because me too. The summation of this is, what if we get married? Like, can you handle all of the physical mess that happens with it? Like a baby spitting up on you. Particularly
0: with, like, yeah, what if we have kids?
1: What? Yeah, like, um, can is this? What if it's too much for you? And right, I mean, like, brilliant acting by Jayma May's here. Like, yeah, she she earned her paycheck today, um, but the whole thing seemed to be about Emma is. Putting in the work to change, taking her medication, going to therapy, doing her best to... Yeah. To, like...
0: Li- like, to manage her, her, like, her illness, yeah.
1: And we get nothing from Will after all of this time of, like, Will having been the supportive one to be like, I'll be there beside you, and, like, yeah. here, eat this grape that you didn't... Sanitize beforehand. To this
0: Coldplay song I sing to you. <laughs> um,
1: it that didn't sit right with me because now all of a sudden it's like, well, you're trying to change, but there's nothing wrong with me. Like what? If, like what right. about me, it, Emma?
0: It. Yeah, it very much felt like Will centering himself in. Like, have you thought about how hard it is? How hard your OCD is on me, your right. partner? Right. Which I'm like, that's like you guys should be having honest conversations about like is this going to work long-term if we're talking about marriage?
1: Right. But
0: it is, it very much felt like Will being like, just so you know, I, this is so much harder for me as your partner. And I think you need to acknowledge how hard I work um, to live with you while you have OCD. Because I don't, like,
1: because I don't know if you can handle it. Right. Yeah. Like, it, it, yeah,
0: it, it will did a bad job, but that's like big surprise that right. Will did a bad job with like communication. <sighs>
1: Um, cut to Kurt and Rachel and Finn at Breadsticks
0: what an odd little dinner trio I like, mean I what, get it what, yeah I, it's just it's the funny brothers and a that, girlfriend
1: who's the other brother's best friend
0: right yeah it makes sense it's like a fun little hangout but I'm like this is like it's not a date It's and they're just like they're just at dinner together okay yeah. good yeah. for them well, uh, Kurt does snap for a waiter twice so, Kurt loses points there. Right.
1: I think I missed that because I watched up to this point on my lunch break and um, was just, like, furiously yeah. typing notes while, I was like, trying to get into the wire. Um, and basically, like, the plot point they set up here is they don't know if they're NIATA finalists because, according to right. the forums, NIATA is starting to send out their letters to people who are finalists. Again, we have yes. not seen them audition for this school. It is just...
0: So, okay, so here's the thing. And I was I mentioned this in the next episode too, so we can talk about it either way. we'll bring it up now. so the pro- the process that Niada apparently has is you apply to the school and then from your application, it gets narrowed down and you're inv- invited to audition. Mm. So you are a finalist means that then you then get to audition to be in the school. Is that how it works? No. Okay. Well, Cause, it, like, it depends,
1: because, not not in this way, because I have, I remember doing the college audition circuit, and some yeah. of them it was you have to get into the school first, and then you set up your audition, but that's not like a, a cut system, there weren't really any yeah. cut systems, it's just like truly a cattle call of like one person after another after another doing their two songs in a they monologue or whatever, yeah. and then either you get in or you don't, but with like and the other option is like either you uh, that or you apply and you audition and then like that altogether determines if you're going right, to get like, into the I school i would imagine
0: i would imagine that would be would make a lot more sense for schools that are strictly like performing arts right. like because for other schools if you're just trying like for where we went to school i imagine you applied to the school and auditioned for the program
1: right like i got into so, new pulse and then had to set up my audition
0: So if you had not passed for whatever, like if you you're still in the school, even if you don't get into the program and presumably can continue to attend the school, even if you're not. And there was opportunity to
1: re-audition. Like, I remember a few of our classmates auditioned a couple times before they got in. Yeah.
0: But um, you're still like, you're like, well, I'm in the school. I can do my other college things yes. while I work on getting into this musical program.
1: Yes. But there was never like a, sc- a like a multi-step process.
0: So, yeah. So for what Rachel and Kurt have done is that they have applied to the school and they're waiting to hear back if their paper application was enough to get them invited to the audition.
1: Okay. Okay okay i nowadays there might be something a little more along the lines of that because the theater programs have gotten even more competitive um right but back in my day that wasn't the case um no and this is kind of all of just like a setup to get rachel berry to sing that without you song which is the david getta usher collab yes
0: Everyone's just sad, and then uh, for some reason, Rachel just starts immediately, like, in the booth, presumably non-diegetically, singing without you. Right. I did not expect it to happen, and I didn't really want it to keep happening, but it, it did. Correct. This is when I was like, it feels like they're singing a lot, this episode. Yeah. For
1: for what, I ask? Because yeah. it kind of was just, like, this is a popular song right now, and uh, David a let us use it for the publicity so um there you go rachel berry leah michelle you got your song this episode
0: and then she's singing in the choir room to finn finn looks like he's got such a concerned face on for the whole performance and i was like is he concerned about what rachel's doing is he concerned about his future does he just not sure what he should be doing with his face and that's what he landed on like it Um, was all very odd
1: and then we get Artie basically, like, acting as the reverse Tina here, being like, here's the recap. So what do you think, Mr. Shu? We gave you a bunch mm-hmm. of options. What are you going to choose? Right. But he doesn't know. And then we cut to Emma scrubbing a coffee pot. Yep. Um, and then we cut to Sam having an idea.
0: Yes. Oh, I guess we should also mention that at the end of Will being shitty to Emma about marriage, she was basically like, "Okay, well then you need to figure out what you're going to do and tell me sooner rather than later." Yes, for both of our sake. Like, there's an implication that they could break up. Basically, she, yeah. She responded like a
1: real adult. Like, and Will was like, "Oh, bur bur. and Will was like, I don't know if I can do this, man. Right. Um, I just got." The text I just got is in all caps. Why is Artie talking to the teachers about sex and saying Rachel and Blaine have to lose their virginities to play motherfucking
0: Maria and Tony? God, if, if we knew the answers to that, we'd uh, wouldn't have to be making this podcast now, would we? <laughs> uh, Listening to other people binge Glee is hilarious. Everyone has to suffer, yes. like we did. So, yes, Sam has an idea about the proposal, we,
1: and then we get pamphlet watch. Um, very on the yes. nose. Um happily well, never clearly... after yep, um dying alone and so you're a spinster
0: Emma was clearly expressing herself through her pamphlets that's the only way she knows how <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah
0: and now let's talk about an icon this is an iconic this is an iconically moment is it not necessarily start to finish, but I will tell you what is, please so oh hold on <laughs> ah. Okay, first of all, it starts with, like, the cliche of, some like, walking her down the hall, giving her roses. The first two roses, given to her by two complete strangers.
1: By whom?
0: Two students we've never seen before, and as far as I know, we will never see again. <laughs> then one from Beast, fine. Then cool. one from Sue, which I'm like, Sue actively bullies Emma, like, literally, like, she never even calls her by the right name. Never. I'm sure, I guess... I guess that's who she wants at her proposal. I t- okay. And then we cut to the swimming pool. Yes. Because remember how we, we set Chekhov's synchronized swimming. We set up synchronized swimming in Act 1. And we get to pay it off in Act 3. We've X3. circled back. Um, they're doing We Found Love in a Hopeless Place, uh, which is also a very 2012 song. Who did that originally? Rihanna. Is that Rihanna? That's Rihanna. That's when I knew it, like, that, but that's like wouldn't have been able to place it.
1: That's when Rihanna was like really starting to like soar as a yeah, pop artist. Yeah, yeah, and I think this was also like right after the whole Chris Brown incident too. Um, mm. So she was like entering that phase that re- like that was really like bad gal Riri. Um, Excellent. But yeah, an well, iconic an iconic number of Rihanna's. But please, and an iconic
0: part of Glee. Please enlighten me. F- opening shot is Rachel singing. And she kind of walks, like, down the pool backwards. And all the glee kids, like, dive into the pool. They're wearing old-timey swimsuit outfits. The vast person in line is Artie. And what Artie does... And people ha- s- still talk about this. Artie, a- a wheelchair and all, yeets himself into the pool. My man does not <laughs> have use of his legs. And he just rows himself... <laughs> And the chair he needs to get around in life <laughs> into the pool. It's not like he pushes, like, the po- wheelchair no. and boy into the water. Not a care in the world.
1: Truly, the thing is, though, the, To the verb to yeet is the only way that you can describe this. It is he a truly, full yeeting. I know we don't even say that anymore. Yeeting.
0: And, then, and then they just don't show him for, like... The next two minutes. Yeah. So you're like watching this and you're like, did Artie fucking drown? Like, (laughs) or did they forget? And he's in those dance numbers using his perfectly capable leg, (laughs) Kevin McHale's legs. And then they're like, here he is in a pool flow. And they're like, how do you get in (laughs) there? How? How? Where's his wheelchair? Where's his wheelchair? There's a wheelchair at the bottom of this pool. And
1: that wheelchair has light up wheels.
0: Yeah. That's electrics.
1: Boogie, woogie, woogie.
0: one person... Had a a thought about that moment. No. Now, one person was like, this is a bad idea. We shouldn't have our character in a wheelchair throw himself and his mobility aid into a pool.
1: No thoughts, just pools.
0: When people talk about, like, Glee being ridiculous, that is a scene they point to. They point to that exact moment of Archie Archie. just fully eating into the pool. 100% 100% and, look, and then it
1: keeps going it keeps going this is the full the one number that isn't cut really and here's the thing Rachel does fine with this this could have been Santana's song though yeah and I don't know I guess like all I could say is like it looks like they had fun because yeah
0: they're in a I pool don't... like who doesn't love a little synchronized swimming number it feels like did but they do this like, in Pitch Perfect as well? Honestly, like... They could. I mean, they, the they did one, all maybe. end up in a
1: pool. Um,
0: yeah. But, like... and
1: Okay, like, my notes are all over the place on this one just because I... Just because. Because this proposal was so underwhelming to me because the synchronized swimming was so basic. Yeah. I guess because they had to get the Glee Club to do the moves as well. Mm-hmm. Out of nowhere, there's a glass panel that's, like, five feet out into the water. For the illusion. For the illusion of Will walking on water in a full Fred Astaire tuxedo and top
0: hat. Yeah, he's got Two of two top hats. But then, yeah, his second top hat. But the panel is only, like, a little bit long, so he does make the choice to dive into the water and propose to Emma, who, like, as we know, has, is, you know, might have some, doesn't, like, one of his complaints was, like, She won't want there to be too much sweat at the proposal, so I shouldn't do that. So his solution is to propose dripping wet?
1: Well, here's the thing. And I I was talking about this with my roommate. Chlorine kills bacteria, I guess.
0: Yeah, but who wants to be proposed to by a wet man?
1: (laughs) Right Unless in. You were also right. Like, at gleeaggressive at gmail dot com.
0: Like he's presumably like like leaning over her and like holding her hands, and that just means like water from that is just dripping like onto her outfit. Like one party being wet and one party not being wet during a proposal seems unequal in a bad way. <laughs>
1: um, and my final note on this was: this is cute, but Zach's proposal was better.
0: That's fair. It's true yeah uh that's because this one has big parks and rec energy
1: it does but without the charm but without the parks heart and Wreck. the charm yeah yeah oh man it also
0: reminds me of like the opening scene of the first austin powers movie which also features synchronized swimming and a man coming out of a pool
1: oh right and i forgot about that
0: you don't. Know, that's not what you want for your proposal vibes Nah. But he, then yeah, he makes like a nice speech. I didn't listen to or retain any of it. I'm sure it was nice, but I All just All that matters don't
1: care is that Emma says two. yes and fine.
0: fine. And then the episode keeps going.
1: First for long enough because we have to end things with Becky in the hallway.
0: Yeah, fine.
1: And Becky's like, "Okay, fine." And then we get that like the internal monologue where she goes, we all know, like, we all know that it's because of my Down syndrome.
0: I didn't want to ask him if it was because of my Down syndrome, but, but like, we all yeah. know the
1: answer is yes. But and don't she... let them see you cry, Becky. Which is
0: yeah, and then she goes and gets comforted by Sue, which is nice. But then also, I was like, man, this this school does have problems with boundaries. <laughs> between, it does. Like, Like, it's almost as weird for this. It's less weird than being like, you'll be my best man. This is a little more like coach student sort of. Like, the zombies are a little bit better here, but I was like, someone maybe should like do a talk. (laughs) Fair. (laughs) With the school. Fair.
1: But like, it was a really sweet moment where. Yes, it was. Where she's like, hey, I also just got dumped. We're going to have ice cream. We're going to watch Lifetime movies, and you and I are going to get through this together. Yes. And I was like, oh, my God, Jalen, you're right. Um, And then my next note is, oh, yeah, we had a Finn plot line. Um, Yeah,
0: we're still not done.
1: We're still not done. So Um, I guess he's not going to Army, but he is proposing to Rachel.
0: It's, can you believe? What a cliffhanger ending that we don't find out what Rachel says. But that Finn's like this would be a good idea is to bring Rachel in and propose to her. I guess everyone's future was so bleak that that was his solution. I mean, I guess the tables
1: truly have turned. Well, we're, we'll wait till the next episode because yeah. Quinn gets her comeuppance after having been like, "There's nothing for me after this." And meanwhile, yeah. now Rachel and Finn are like, "I guess there's nothing for me after this. Want to get nothing married?" For this. Yeah. Um,
0: it's, in- it's definitely like. A decision he made in a moment of, like, emotional vulnerability because he just found out his dad is not a war hero and he doesn't know what to do with his life. So he's, like, it feels very much like a desperate attempt to hold on to the one thing that is good for him right now.
1: Man, needs therapy.
0: Yeah, not healthy. Not why you should get engaged.
1: Nope. And in conclusion, I don't fucking know.
0: What will she say? Bum, bum, bum. A weird episode. I can't believe Artie threw himself into the pool. His legs don't work. (laughs) Who got him out? Who got the wheelchair? Those things are heavy. Where did it go? Just,
1: I guess, the same people that have been carrying up and down Rachel's stairs.
0: It's so waterlogged now. It is so waterlogged. You can't just throw a wheelchair in. Anyway, um, let's talk about the music, which was plentiful. Although, like I said, only six songs. Less than I thought. Um, you, Ian, have to take one of these songs, use your precious American dollars to buy one on iTunes and load it onto your iPod. Which one will you choose? Your choices are Summer Nights, Wedding Bell Blues, which is that one Emma sang, a mashup of moves like Jagger and Jumpin' Jack Flash, The First Time I Ever Saw Your Face, Without You, and We Found Love.
1: I guess I'm going to go with We Found Love. No well, Santana. Yeah. What about you? Honestly,
0: I'm gonna go with Summer Nights. Uh, I don't need any of those <laughs> other songs on. I thought you were and gonna say I don't was... need any
1: explanation, and I was gonna say fair.
0: I also don't. I you know. Sam does a pretty good John Travolta. Everyone loves Summer Nights. Sure. Kurt really tried something with that, but it sounds like a drag line. I don't know if it worked, but he, uh, he gave it a go. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that was uh that was our episode. That was
1: the episode. Um the show okay. is at yeah. The show is at Glee Aggressive, um Gleeaggressive at gmail dot com if you wanna write in and uh what is what should they write in about this week, Karina?
0: Uh write in and tell me which uh overqualified celebrity voices your uh voiceovers Ooh. in your head. Maybe we're all Helen Mirren inside.
1: Ooh, I love that.
0: Also, write in and give us any better sol- song that Will could have used to propose to Emma because I Absolutely. think We Found Love in a Hopeless Place is still not a great choice and there's no. got to have been something better. This, this maybe episode, running up that hill. <laughs> uh,
1: I was not going to a- say it. I was not going to say it. And I'm so glad you did. Would that
0: be a good proposal song?
1: No, it's a terrible song no. for a proposal. It's literally about like, hey, we should swap places so you understand what it's like to be a fucking woman, and I can understand what it's like to be a man.
0: Honestly, that would probably be good for for Will, not for right. Emma. And that's why it sh- Will.
1: right. That's why it should have been instead of fix you. He should.
0: He could learn something from Kate Bush. He,
1: yo, he truly can. Uh
0: And yet he won't.
1: And yet I mean, he won't. Where can
0: people find you on the internet?
1: Um, you can find me at ibroski on all the social media platforms except for uh, iBrods on tiktok um, mm-hmm. Uh, what about you Karina
0: you can find me on both twitter and tiktok under the same handle which is epicadventureof
1: so yeah. that was episode uh, season 3 episode 10 entitled yes yeah. slash no
0: <laughs> you will join us next week when we are discussing season 3 episode 11 just titled Michael now, Ian, if we weren't recording back to back and you knew what that was about, I would ask you, what do you think that could possibly be about? But I know you know. I do. And we I all think have I have to live with yeah, that. Yeah. But that being <laughs> said, regardless of what's to come in our future, does this episode of Glee make you want to watch the next episode of Glee? No. Yeah. You know. I mean that's fair for all pre- Artie's presumably dead now. So what's so, the go Oh.
1: We do not see him after that. What happened? No,
0: he's no, he's in the pool lounger at some point. They oh, they yeah, feel like right, we need right. to show him. He's right. not dead. But it was close. So, watch out.